Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to another episode. And before we start, I just want to say you guys are hearing this on February 15th. Well, that's when it's coming out anyway. And guess what February 15th is? It's actually a national holiday. Did you know that? It's National Black Girl Magic holiday. Look it up. It is an official holiday. So being that I serve high achieving black women, of course, I want to recognize this holiday. Congratulate yourself. I love working with you. I am you. For me, thought work has been the thing to help me see more impactful my value, my beauty, my drive, my ambition, and stop making any of those things wrong about me. I believe Black women are the backbone of this world. Forget the country, of this world. I think we are natural born leaders. We are naturally more adaptive. We are naturally more loving. And you guys can disagree with me if you want. That's okay. I just think because we have had to navigate this world as a black woman and everything that we have had to do to navigate, I think that that has actually helped us to become what I consider the gladiators of the world, because we have had to like move this way, turn this way and do it all in a way where everybody kind of feels comfortable with us. We've had to understand your side, squash ours. We've had to raise other people's kids and then have them come back and turn around and talk bad about us. Our capacity to love is totally fucking amazing to me. The capacity that Black women have to love. It is something that's really not highlighted. We talk about the angry Black woman and the bitter Black woman. But can I tell you one of the reasons why she is rightfully angry, rightfully bitter, is because of her love. Because of our capacity to love, to lead, to make shit out of nothing. You want to give me the chicken feet and the ears? No problem. I will make a meal that you will come from your steak and come eat my meal. Like You want to give me the leftovers? You want to give me the job that no one wants? No problem. I will do it in such a way that everybody wants it. That it is like, oh my God. I think Black women possess not because of DNA, but because of the environment in which they have been raised, we have been raised, that we are the answer. I think we're the world's greatest secret weapon. Of course, I would believe that, right? Because 
That's who I serve. And so when I am with my clients, that is what I see on the other line, looking back at me on my Zoom calls. I am always seeing my clients at their highest self. I know the capacity that she has inside of her that's there. I believe in her in such a way that I create such a container for her to grow. And one of the reasons why I'm so good at creating a container for her to grow in is because, ladies, I am so amazingly good at creating a container for me to grow in. I had a conversation with, and I may not even get to my topic. I can tell now that I probably won't even get to my topic today. And that's okay because this is black girl magic. So I just want to talk about it. I'm just going to free flow this podcast. So I'm just going to talk about the amazingness of black women. I had a conversation with one of my friends the other day and we were talking about me and I was asking her, did she think I was a good friend or not? And she said something that was kind of interesting to me because she said that maybe some people would, because she asked me what brought that to me. And, And I told her, I was like, I was having issues with another friend and I was wondering what she saw that I wasn't seeing and if she could show it to me and help me see it. You know how friends do. It's like, well, maybe I'm missing something. So I asked her about it and y'all give me feedback on this, but she said, if you don't want to do anything, like you won't do it. So some people would think like you're not being a good friend because sometimes it looks kind of self-serving. And I'm like, oh, that is so good because I was such a people pleaser. I would give out a lack all the time. And so I really have worked on being okay with owning my no and like, no, I really don't want to get up and do that on that morning or no, I really don't want to whatever. And being okay with, I know I don't want to, but this is important to her. So let me show up for her, but not in a resentful obligatory way, obligatory way. Did I say it right the second time? But in a way that like helps me to show up in a way that serves us both because I'm like, I really don't want to, but this is important to her. So I'm going to show up and be totally present and be totally okay with it. Not I'm going to show up and like begrudging and obligated. And also I'm going to say no, if that's what I'm choosing and own my no and be okay with, you know, with your discomfort. And so I actually consider that a win because we are socialized as black women to overgive. Like our value is in how much we give from ourselves, how much we can cook, how much we can get up, take care of the kids, like how much we give from lack. And we're considered good women. Oh, that's a good woman. When we give and give and give and give. And we get our attaboys, but then we become despondent and angry and bitter when we don't receive. Because we think if we give, that's what we've been taught. If we give, then people are going to take care of us. And in the end, that's not it. Because guess what? It was never their responsibility to take care of us. That's our responsibility. So I was actually kind of okay when she told me like, oh, and then she told me something else that I was like, yeah, that's true too. She told me, but if I know you are really needed, I know you would be there without a heartbeat. And I'm like, yes. And to me, that is what a good friend is. I'm going to own my no. I'm going to own my yes. But if you really need me, I am fucking there. And that 
I think is inherent. Like that is a trait that I see in a lot of us as black women. Like if you really need us, we are there. We have been there for this country. Speaking of America, we have been there for our jobs. We have been there for our family. We have been there for our husbands, our spouses, our wives, our significant others. We have been there. And I want to teach my clients and you as podcast listeners to not give out of lack anymore, but to give out so much abundance. That means sometimes it's okay to say no. And sometimes it's okay to say yes when you know it's something that is really important to them. And it's okay for you to say yes from that point of view. And then go and serve and enjoy yourself, but not hold it over their head. As far as service is concerned, I think we are the best at it. And I think sometimes, especially right now, it can be misconstrued because we're starting to say no. I love that. Everybody, right now, I don't care where you are, do me a favor, say no with me. No, right? I had one client. She's been passed over for promotion. She has trained the people who end up being her leaders. She has trained their whole departments. And now she's going through like her period where she's like, it's my time. It is my time. And she's starting to own her no. And one of the things that her company is like once a year, they work on their development, what they work on for them. It's to develop them as a person. And her and her employer kept going back and forth because he wanted her to train his other people, not her team. She has her team, but his other teams in something that she's really good at. And she's like, how is that developing me? Her team already has that. She's very well versed at training people in this. So this isn't a development thing, but he kept asking her to like develop his people, not her people, her people already have it, his people and calling it her development. And she kept pushing back. No, that's not my development. Now she did offer him like, if you create it in a way that it is a project and I'm head of the project and I get credit for it. And like, whatever this is, then we can put it as that, but not for my development. And I will go train your people. But he didn't like that offer. He wanted her to do it as her development. She kept getting pushback and she kept saying, no, I want to be developed. She said the most beautiful thing to me. She said, usually I will take the hardest job, the one that doesn't have the most visibility And I'll sit back in a corner and I'll do it and I will do it efficiently. And then other people get all the visibility jobs and they move up in the thing. But I get the hard ones and no one sees me because I'm in the corner working. And she said, no more. I want the high visibility job and you're no longer going to put me in the corner. And so because of that, she's getting pushback because she's the one at the job that has always been like, Here, give this to her. It's a shithole. Give it to her. She'll take care of it. And she's been like, yeah, give it to me. I got it. And she's owning her. No. Right. And she's saying, no, no, I don't want that. My plate is full. I don't want that. Give me this one. I'll take this one. 
Now, I'm not talking about her regular everyday activities. I'm talking about activities that they're asking volunteers for. And usually she says yes, but she's saying no, but I'll take this one because this one has visibility. This one has me using skills that other people will see and want so I can move up in the company. But here's the deal. She had to learn to be okay with saying no. And we worked on that. She had to learn the system in which she was using, which was, I'm going to work really, really hard and you're going to see it. And then you're going to take certain actions based on that was flawed. And the reason why she was despondent and really freaking pissed at her job was because she was using that formula and thinking that they were treating her wrong. When we started working together, it wasn't but about three or four weeks where she finally got it. And she's like, I've taken my power back and she's showing up in such a way that I know within a short period of time, she's going to get a project. They're going to see how amazing she is. She's handling it like a badass anyway. She is already the most trained in her department anyway. She's standing up for herself finally in a way that serves her and her company. And guess who's getting the biggest benefit of that? Her company, not even her, her company because they're getting her now at her best because she's producing because she's compelled to, not because she feels obligated to, which is totally different vibrations, which means totally different work product. She's loving her job once again, and she's starting to say her yes. And more and more, I see us as Black women taking up our space, being okay with saying, no, I'm worthy of this. I want this. This is my value. And no longer just taking the crumbs. We're even doing that at home and we're doing it in our relationships too. And I love everything about that because this is what I think. When we start showing up and taking those leadership positions, I think this whole world would benefit. Because our way of being, our way of dealing with things, our way of seeing things differently and being able to navigate through difficult situations only because we've been doing it for all our fucking lives is a gift to this world. The way we can be decisive and loving all in the same way is a gift to this world. And I think when more of us rise up, understanding why we do what we do and clean up our heads, I think the world is just going to be a better place. I was watching Wu-Tang Clan, Wu-Tang Clan. I probably said it all wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about, right? The docu-series with my daughter today. So we sat up and we watched all of the series. I was impressed with how they came about, what they did, their story, the whole bit, how the leader of it had like, this is how we're going to do it. I see your vision. I see you. I see and all of it. And one of the things that he said, I'm going to end with this. He said, when we free ourselves mentally, then we have the opportunity to free ourselves financially. I'm going to say it again, Wu-Tang Clan, Clan. when we free ourselves mentally, then we are able to free ourselves financially. That's what we've been doing as Black women. We have slowly started taking our power back, separating ourselves from not only white patriarchal 
views, but Black patriarchal views too. We've been creating our own view of ourselves, looking at what we've been told was our value and creating our own definition of what makes us valuable. Sometimes those are opposing and sometimes they're the same, but we are at least looking at them now. Do I believe that that is my most valuable thing? Do I choose that? Not this is what was told to me. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is how it's always been done. But do I believe that? I love it. I'm here for all of it. Because black girl magic is a thing. And you like literally can see it. It's palpable. You can see the like raise in the vibration when you get a group of women, black women who are doing this work. You see it. You see it in their laugh, the way they talk, the way they carry themselves. It's amazing to watch. I love it. And I'm so ready and am already a part of it through doing my own work. And because I have been so in with doing my own work, so much easier for me to work with my clients on this. I love you guys. I want you to celebrate yourselves. I want you to understand that we are truly the answer. What we have is unique, not because of anything other than society has made us that way. It is the plus for us. Once we clear our mental baggage and we free ourselves mentally, oh my God, when we start making money and using that money in a way that serves our communities, our world, our churches, our families, our colleges, There's nothing more magnetic than that. All right. I didn't talk about anything I thought I was going to talk about. And this was more of a rant, but I'm okay with that because it's Black Girl Magic Day. Bye. Talk to you guys later. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, Opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to BrickJohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. In 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com, B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.